0: I'd rather my uncle had just fiddled with me as a child, and I wouldn't have to support fucking Newcastle.
1: (laughs) Welcome, guys. Welcome. We are on episode six, series one of The Away End. This week, we've got the usuals. You can hear my dulcet tones. We've got James over in London. Give us a shout, mate. Hey-up, mate. And uh, we've got a returning guest, uh, and now we're going to... We're going to try and get under his skin a little bit about uh, about his beloved <laughs> Newcastle. Alex, give us a shout, mate. Hello, mate. You're right. Very, very low energy intro, Daniel, but thanks for that. Right. So, I just want to say this bit is not going to be low energy. <laughs> Fucking get in! Football's back! <laughs> so, honestly, guys, like, in fact, not just football, sports in general, I don't know how long it's going to last. I don't know what's going to be going on with it, but fuck boys, I'm so happy that it's back, right? Yeah, man, so good. Like, what was life during lockdown? Now, now I've got something to actually just sit and watch for hours upon hours. Yes,
2: but I mean, how how are you during a normal season, mate? Because the the gap was about three weeks.
1: Well, (laughs) mate, the thing is, normally during during that gap, that's when the NFL starts. So I got a little bit, and then I got some football. So you know, it's but now it's all come at once, mate. It's uh, I'm very excited. And to be fair, the days drag. Nowadays, is not they? Because you only got. There's not much you can do
0: for, for fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, are in the actual lockdown I got BT Sport just because when the when the Bundesliga was come coming back, I thought, I don't care, man. It's football, so I'm spunking twenty quid a month, <laughs> BT Sport just for, just for that.
2: Did you pick a team? Did you pick a team in the Bundesliga to support?
0: Uh, I did. I got Werder Bremen, and it was actually okay. quite nice because they're about as shit as Newcastle are. So yeah, yeah. very natural. Well they've got uh, relegation playoffs as well. That was pretty good. That was pretty exciting.
1: I don't know, it could be it could be fun here, you know. Could be a concept here, yeah. yeah. If we can't if we couldn't complete the whole season again or like yeah. let's not
2: get too ahead of ourselves, Yeah, lad. That's that's higher thinking that we're yeah, not no, capable of that. <laughs> Sorry.
1: So when we had you on last week, or what was it, three weeks ago? Right? Four, <laughs> three weeks ago. <laughs> um <laughs> we didn't really ask you as to why your allegiance to Newcastle started, Alex. Do you wanna give us a little rundown of of where that started? Uh, well,
0: <laughs> I've said to you guys before, it's not a particularly interesting story, sadly. Um, so my whole family's from just outside Northwest London. And my dad's been a season ticket holder at Spurs for 30 years. And when my when I was born, my uncle, he'd, he went up to university in Newcastle and he never came back. And he bought season ticket there, he got really into it. And so when I was born, he basically sort of brainwashed me. And I... <laughs> All I can really remember growing up is like I was just always Newcastle stuff, always black and white. Like all my things were black and white. And I'm, like, by the time I read, like when I was when I was a kid, we were doing really well as well. We were finishing second, third, and I made the mistake of thinking this is what it's always going to be like. And my first game I went to was at the Champions League at Barcelona, and I remember thinking, "Ah, oh, we lost." I remember saying to Dad, "I oh, will get him next time." <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, things haven't turned out that well, and I've made it, I've, I've made my bed now, and like. Even though my uncle stopped supporting him, uh, you know, you can't really you can't drop it. Once you've started, you can't drop it, can you?
1: Well, you say that, but we've got a little question coming up in a bit that I feel like may have made you drop the Newcastle thing. Despite it all, we are still in the Premier
0: League, we are still at the top level. So I should I should count my blessings that I don't support like Macclesfield Town are like out of business now, or you know, you got you got got a canny blessing sometimes.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's like I mean, I'm probably gonna get into this, but I don't think they're particularly bad bad team to support. I don't, they don't win a lot of games, but the fan base is pretty great, and they seem to be well. Looking at the transfer window and stuff, and the sort of trajectory that they're on seems to be maybe slightly upwards at the moment.
1: Well, can I can I just go in there then, mate? Then we're gonna ask that first question, Steve Bruce, what? Are you thinking like james has said that the the, the upward trajectory is uh is from brucey because i've spoken to alex off air quite a few times and his uh his <laughs> his love of brucey is now brucey ball i mean so brucey ball baby <laughs> <laughs> so the question is what are your thoughts are you on an up tra- upward trajectory and well i'd argue i mean for, t-
0: to start with steve bruce i think he's in a when he took the job, he's in an incredibly difficult position, and he's never ever going to please anyone. Anyone who came in off the back of Rafael Benitez that wasn't sort of a Rafael Benitez level manager was going to get it tough. And I don't, and I think throughout this whole thing, he's held himself very well. He talks very well. He's a, and he does come off as a nice, if slightly like comical bloke. He's he doesn't seem like a bad person. But I have to say, his, the way that we play football. Is he tried his last season? To, he tried last season to impress some sort of new ideas in us. Rapidly realized that would never work, and then just did what Benitez did, and we just, and we scraped through because we're solemn. We we are just singularly horrible to watch. We we grind out these wins, and it's just Bruce himself. I think he's in that kind of dinosaur club of the sort of Warnocks, Allardyce, Pulis, Pard, yeah, yeah. yeah, and Moy and Moyes, and I think slowly they're becoming outdated. And there's no way, I think we might survive this year. I think we probably will, but we're not gonna. We're not gonna take that you're not gonna kick on. You're not gonna kick yeah. on fossil you, managers. Yeah, you, you look at someone like Arteta, right? That that is sort of new generation stuff. You think you look at him and you think he knows everything is drilled in an inch of his life. You know our Arsenal looked decent last weekend, granted first game. But with Bruce, you just think he kinda he kinda tells his players, like he man- manages them really well and then it says, Go out and you know, four four fucking two, be really hard to beat. <laughs> and we played Carroll and Wilson up front last week. And I was thinking, Jesus, this is this is 1994 all over again. But I mean, it works, so I can't really be that. I can't really do that bad, but I don't I don't agree we're on an upward trajectory at all. Under Ashley's ownership, we are it is very reactionary. Yeah. And he will spend money when he thinks we are in danger because to him going down is no interest. He wants to keep us 13th, 14th, 15th. He'll take that every year, every year. And until he can get rid of us, he'll do that. And it doesn't matter. So he saw the way this window was going, I think, and he thought, oh, shit, better pull my finger out here. And he spl- as he splashed the cash, we got two frees. Jamal Lewis is a good pickup. Mm-hmm. And Callum Morris mm-hmm. yeah. is a good pickup, provided he stays free of injury. And But it's not as if... He, it's not. We're not building on stuff, you know what I mean? It's always it's always quite reactionary. I remember we almost went down in 2014-15, I think it was, or 13-40. And he, in January, went and spunked about 50 million. He bought Sissoko in, Goof and like... Because he... he he wants to keep us afloat, but he doesn't. Yeah. It's not It's not out of a sort of grand vision. It's out of a whole, you know. Let's keep us. Keep, like I want to keep making money off you. Buy them young, sell them high. It's it's he, He's just turned this into some. There's this like a zombie. There's no. There's no sort of hope. The supporters are. The supporters just keep on going because they just. Let, let's let's
1: do. be honest. That's all I've got in the northeast, isn't it? Like that's that's all <laughs> I've got now up there. Like, I,
0: mean, <laughs> I watched. <laughs> During lockdown I watched Sunderland until mm-hmm. I die and I'm actually trying to like I'm oh, yeah. more sorry for I i like I don't like Sunderland, obviously, but fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Man, about fucking it's bleak. It. bleak. <laughs> yeah, man. Bleed, bleak, <laughs> bleak, poor, poor fucking people, man.
2: Bloody <laughs> <laughs> um, good bloody good television though.
0: Oh fantastic, fantastic. It's better it's better when they, these documentaries are always better when they lose. The first one was pretty good, sorry. Slightly off topic, but that was hilarious. <sighs> yeah. Was... Like, where
1: Deli Alley and Noah were having a fight in the pret room. That was <clears> so bad. Yeah. I'll be honest mate you sort of covered quite a few of the uh, well one of the other questions because i was going to say you know do you think he's actually managed the situation quite nicely with mike ashley it's you know he's a notorious difficult man but you sort of covered that and also you covered the expectations for the season but you said 13th 14th realistically you do, do you honestly believe that it's going to be 13th 14th again or? Yeah. <laughs> Any,
0: anywhere anywhere between 12th and 17th basically because I think on the basis of one game, so not very much. There are three worse teams than us in that league, yeah. and I think West Brom look tr- look in trouble already because I think they haven't strengthened enough. Yeah. I don't think Fulham have strengthened enough. I think Leeds look really good, actually. Um, yeah, but West Ham—they're always a sinking ship. There they're, they're are worse teams than us, yeah. I think. And as as I said before, Brucey puts it in a way
1: that we are horrible, horrible to play against, hard to beat. We won't get we won't get whacked five nil very often. Well, you know what, mate. That that reminds me of another manager that used to be a Man United manager, and now he's now he's a James's beloved Spurs. uh hard to beat and um, and aren't going to win anything that's oh remotely mean, um, fancy. And now I, his response will be something along the lines of, "Do you know that we've got Gareth Bale and we're going to smash it now?" But you know, uh, you know, do you mean
2: do you mean trophy Mourinho?
1: Yeah,
2: I, d- <laughs> I do mean trophy Mourinho. So
1: just tell me how many he's won last season, right?
2: Oh, and enough mate enough right I was just going to so, say to Alex Alex you're doing uh, you're sitting pretty pretty at the moment you're, you're in a Champions League spot right now so if you can maintain uh, that level of energy mate
0: yeah I mean, I, when, the, when the future list came out I thought as soon as I saw West Ham first game I thought thank God least. <laughs> <laughs> <the> <laughs> no, I thought I thought there's one team who's in a bigger who's in a bigger sort of clusterfuck than we are uh, it's West Ham it sure about like, Alex. it was like a derby of two fans who just hate their owners <laughs>
1: Should have had Alex on. The other Alex from yeah, West we Ham. Our, our other friend is a West Ham fan. Yeah, we, he was on a couple of weeks ago.
0: God, that, that, that is a depressing situation. That Jesus.
2: He made, it, he made a good light of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you got to. You got to, really. got 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 mate,
1: at these times, are not you? Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. I, mean, I think, the, sorry, just to go back to yeah, it quickly, yeah. to answer your question about how he's handled himself um, with Ashley, the accusation has always been that he's been a yes man to Mike Ashley, unlike Benitez, who would slag him off. Constantly, after every game, he'd be like, "We need players. We need players. We need players." Bruce is just sort of—he just feels like you—you you feel like he's happy to be there, and Ashley loves that, and so he will—he'll he, never rock the boat. But he—he doesn't—he doesn't—you know—he doesn't say anything controversial. Fair play so do you,
2: but do you want a manager who doesn't rock the boat or doesn't push the owner? Is that a good thing?
0: Well, it depends if the owner's worth rocking. Yeah, that's like, true. Because, like the um, some owners who work in sort of tandem I, I, the guy who I always thinks is really really gone under the radar is quite a good owner is the fellow who has brighton tony bloom mm. it's him and potter seems to get on really really well and they they obviously have some sort of vision for how it's going to work and they work in tandem rather than actually going you've got to be nice to me otherwise i won't do anything for you <laughs> but Benitez, yeah. Benitez must have looked at that signing of callum wilson and thought where the hell was that do you know what i mean he wouldn't shell out to buy rondon who's around the same age we had him on loan and we should have bought him because he was our he was the best striker we've had in years
1: mm,
0: i agree so mate. i think I fully agree so it's obviously it's like this huge ego boost for actually having a manager who won't touch him so you
1: know we're well, we going back to touching again alex Jesus, oh. i thought we got over that <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Touch my life in the worst way possible in terms of i know obviously there was quite a lot of rumors flying around mm. about your beloved club <laughs> about um about some <clears throat> saudi backed uh billionaires coming in and we had a little conversation and your thought process was if that happened you were done with Newcastle basically Do uh not in a respect of anything other than the ethics behind Saudi the Saudis buying it right do you want to explain like your thought process well look I think
0: it's important to remember that throughout all of this I speak for myself I don't speak for the rest of the rest of the Newcastle supporting public because if something like that happened, it wouldn't massively affect my life. I live in Manchester. I see them when I can. Obviously, no one can see it now. But I think with with a deal like this, the fans can't do anything about it. So I do. If they're, the fans who are just desperate for it to happen, I don't blame them at all because they've had so many years of just being downtrodden by Ashley's like zombie club. That I don't blame them. But for myself, I couldn't. You can't quite. I couldn't quite sit with it myself. If. If we did start, we know the players we were linked to. If we did start buying Mbappe and you know just sort of splashing cash everywhere, it wouldn't really be. It wouldn't really feel very Newcastle, would it? It would feel kind no. of like, and then it would feel very kind of PSG light. And you see what it takes PSG, the heart you, out of it. Yeah, and you see what PSG are like now. And I don't blame the PSG fans who have supported them since they were kids. It's not their fault. You can't help what happens to your club. But because I ha- because I don't you know spend that much money on it anyway, I would have just sort of taken a bit of a, taken a step back because I can't. You can. not I don't know. You can't look at what they look at what they do, man. Look at that. Look at
1: them. That was that was basically exactly what I wanted you to say. Like I, we've spoken about it a, a few times, and I, I, mate, I fully, fully agree. Like in terms of the ethics behind it, and how, and where that money's actually coming from to buy them players, like and stuff like that. I just, yeah. I,
2: I don't, I don't see it as a massive change, to be honest. You've got Mike Ashley, who's a grade B piece of shit, and you'd swap him out for some Saudi owners who are grade A pieces of shit. So. <laughs>
0: The, the, the difference, I think.
2: Oh yeah, it's definitely a, 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 a higher Mike. moral stake.
0: Mike Ashley. I mean, the fact that Mike Ashley has moral high ground is a terrible, terrible, terrible stake. <laughs> <laughs> he he runs Sports Direct like a he's like a slave driver. This zero yeah. He's awful. He's an odious, horrible piece of shit. However, the Saudis kill people.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Openly, brazenly, and then brag about it. And then, and they had that. And how backwards that country's laws are compared to especially if going to Newcastle who's one of the most like open friendly cities you can go to. Mm. You imagine like you imagine not that you that guy who's really famous the f- huge fat bloke who went to every Newcastle game with oh. NUFC on his oh, Yeah 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 you imagine him going to Saudi Arabia probably get fucking his hands straight up. <laughs> <laughs> probably would. so I, it's not, it's also it's just no there's no place for this. It's like football clubs no. are football clubs they're not geopolitical geopolitical tools of fucking sports washing. Yeah. And then what, yeah. then what happens like we play Man City and then their two owners just like <laughs> have a scrap in the stands over who's the better metro state <laughs>
2: No, I think that I think that point on them being sort of tools of geopolitical um propaganda. I don't know is that the right yeah. word for it? Yeah. I mean I think that's so so ridiculous. You can kind of see it in in the way PSG is ran and things like that like I don't know I don't know where I'm going with this but like the point of it is that it's, it's such a terrible thing and, and it rips the heart out of football teams for the mm-hmm. use of like you say Petro states to have a better image.
0: It's it's not going to stop either that they they'll just turn their attention to something else. They've already had yeah. they've had heavyweight boxing matches there, they've had yeah. our grand prix there. It's not going to stop and and then, the thing that I found funniest about how it got turned down is I think the only reason that it really stalled was because of the piracy issue, and not because Saudi Arabia would go around murdering journalists. It's because it's because they were stealing from the Premier League. Yeah, and that was that was a sticking block. They were just like they thought. You know what? Everything else is fine, but because you 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 yoinked our feet away, <laughs> can't have that. You think? Come on, you, the Premier League had a chance there to really come out and say, "No, we can't have this." But obviously, they never will because they like it, they like money too much, don't they? <laughs>
2: I mean, for for one golden week, mate, there was Messi to Newcastle rumours, which are almost almost worth it, really. (laughs) Can you
0: imagine Messi going to training and looking at Paul Dummett? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, So I kind of roll both of these into the next one. So players you'd like to see leave or you think might leave and players that you'd like to bring in or players that you'd like to... I'll ask you about the the well, we've already semi-covered the couple of players that you've brought in, the three mm. players, and but I'll ask you a little bit more about them. But who would you like to leave? Who would you like to see come in? If anyone else,
0: I mean, we, we don't have the biggest squad, so I mean, in terms of departures, I don't really think we need that many people to leave. In terms of coming in, the one there's, there's a player I don't know who it is, but we need some, we need a more creative central presence because Shelby and Hayden are as solid as you get in terms of like, they'll kick lumps out of you, especially Hayden. <laughs> yeah. And Shelby can occasionally ping a 60-yard ball and think, man, he's
1: good. But then he won't do it again. He'll,
0: he'll do it... it
1: once in one game. Yeah, and then exactly. it's like three games he's later, can... he'll be like, oh, he's, he's
0: but, done that again. But he can, do, he can do stuff, Shelby, occasionally. And you think, oh my God, this guy's incredible. Because he'll just, he'll spray some mental 70-yard ball and you'll think, fucking hell. And the next time he tries it, he'll shank it out of play. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think in terms of departures if we lose Sam Maximan, we are, yeah. we're ruined. Because he is honestly the most fun player. To, I think a shout for the most fun player to watch in the entire league, because I don't think he knows what he's doing. So I don't know how, <laughs> how, defenders, don't know how defenders can tell what he's doing. But you see him run, he's like his, his arms and his legs he, are flying everywhere. He just flail about. And he just <laughs> like, he somehow gets through people. And how on earth are you meant to stop that? And he's so he's so fun to watch. You take him out of the equation and we're not. We don't have that sort of spark of creativity, which is what we, de- which we are direly direly lacking
1: i mean okay fair enough in terms of uh players coming in i know obviously fraser wilson and um lewis have come in mm-hmm. um what are you I, personally me i think i think ryan frazier is an absolute m- fucking mint mint sign and i did he got reservations yeah. about his attitude though
0: because he did he down tools for bournemouth hmm. um and he just refused to play because he I can see that I can see the um wisdom behind why he did it but it's not a particularly good look and you think if things start to go south here would the same thing happen again. Uh, well, the only um, thing I would say is that they're all quite they're all Wilson and Fraser especially very injury prone. True very true. Actually. And what are you worry about that you are frontline our, our striking like roster Wilson Carroll and Joe Linton if Carroll can barely play string two games together at the best of times if we lose Wilson we're back to square one again so yeah, yeah. Yeah, they are. They are, They are good buys. And Jeff Hendrick, I think, was actually quite a decent yeah, pickup.
1: Actually,
0: like him, yeah. I think he he sort of scores the occasional weldy
1: Again, though, he's sort of a midfielder that's a lot like uh, Hayden and and uh, Shelby, yeah. isn't he? In terms of, um, yeah, he's not. Gonna, he's not going to spray a sixty yeah. yarder each game. And yeah, but
0: he's not. He, I, just, I don't think. Bru, I think Brucey can deal with. It's an interesting that our our squads become a lot like more sort of home nations-y. Because so I think Brucey feels like he can get through to those players easier mm. than get through to him. if you're buying like a number ten from Spain. I think because I don't think he really knows how to coach creativity. He knows how to coach, <laughs> how to coach yeah, yeah. Which I think why why he's, he's struck goal with Sam Maximum because I don't think whatever he does, whatever Max the Maximum does, you don't coach that, do you? No, you don't, you don't teach a play, you don't teach a kid to like right, run around like a mad thing and get past four players easy. He, he, that, that's just talent. That's his own talent.
2: But, what are your thoughts on uh, Almiron?
0: <laughs> Ashley Ashley Brown, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he looks just like a guy um, we used to work with. Uh, oh. I, really, I, <laughs> I was I, like, "Fuck! Have I made a mistake?" Do they <laughs> do they know something I don't know here? <laughs> yeah, he, he, um, I really like him. I really like him. He he works really really hard, and he sprints around like a little ant. You know what I mean? Um, but I think he looked at, he looked mint in the MLS, but I think this is just a different ball game here. Yeah. Isn't that, I think he's definitely he's definitely not about he's definitely not a bad player and he's great to have around. But I think he he does it by himself he doesn't pick up that he doesn't pick up the creative burden of an entire team, which hmm. we tried to do on occasions in his first season. We sort of put all the pressure on him to do all the work. But now I think if we keep him and Sam maximan and Wilson, it's not a bad front three, really. No, it's it's all right. It's all right. I'll take it for God's sake, Jesus. <laughs>
2: I always thought he looked a bit like the. Um... This is a bit niche but the kid from the in-betweeners movie the one who pulls down his shorts and oh, he's like man, manchester, country, manchester United. <laughs> 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 right,
1: you might have to google him but like no, was, no, no, i knew you I, I i watched i watched the, off the first one right yeah I yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i've seen it like a couple of weeks ago i do know what you mean i can see where you're coming from with it definitely now i'll, I'll send you a photo later of ashley brown yeah. you'll you'll know exactly what i mean when, yes. when you see ashley brown he is it's uncanny. It is it?
2: uncanny. <laughs> this is the re- this is the content we want. The hard no. hitting, hard hitting football questions <laughs> and nice. insightful, <laughs> insightful opinions. He looks like the kid from the in <laughs> well, Ashley
0: Brown's listening. Looks like you, mate.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, Ashley Brown. So I think I think that's covered quite a lot of Newcastle. To be honest, I think. Um... Well, that's
2: that's enough of Newcastle. I yeah. Think, I
1: know. yeah. <laughs> um so guys what what do we think of like the first week <laughs> how 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 do we think that went i feel like as i said at the start of this show i was absolutely just buzzing for it to be back so i didn't care what was going on i'll be honest i only saw match of the day last week because i was actually oh, in i was in the country but uh you know in in another part of the country which didn't have wi-fi oh, uh are you in a different country mate I was in Wales one but you know that's a we different were... country oh it's not really is it, sort <laughs> of it. I'm not going to class it as a different country they did speak some weird language though anyway <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> um so from what I saw I was just yeah I was buzzing and we're going to go on to a certain game in a minute which I was very buzzing about but a 4-3 it was uh was nice to, to start off with one what do we think mm. that? that was that was one hell of a game there
2: yeah unbelievable um, I I only saw the highlights, but fuck me, Leeds came out swinging, didn't they? Big
1: time. Come
2: Which yeah, uh, you kind of, I kind of, you kind of expected from everything I've heard about them and kind of Bielsa and the fight that they have. Like, I think it's a good showing. Yeah,
1: yeah, I agree, man. I think on the
0: whole, it was actually like it was a lot better than I thought it would be because I thought people, the players have come back having had so little time to prepare. I thought it would be more sort of sludgy if you know mm. what I mean. Something like
1: res- a, a bit like holding something back or yeah. like obviously without having the amount of pre-season that they should have had really like they all of them weren't really up to not up to scratch but what's the word up to like full fitness full fitness yeah 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 I mean I think there were some there, there were
0: some duds but on the whole it's actually quite it's actually quite good you know it was especially mm. uh, especially as you say Liverpool Leeds was an absolutely unbelievable game that and some of the some of them goals as well Jack Harrison's goal was insanely good yeah, yeah. yeah. insanely good
2: yeah, I was going to say. I think they. I feel like they might be the the Sheffield United of this season, like yeah. kick on quite a bit and and, and maybe punch quite a bit above their weight.
1: I mean, like you said, with Bielsa, I mean, who knows? He's, he's an absolute mad bastard, he, isn't he? So who he knows is, what's going to happen? I'm so glad he's in the Premier League. because he, He's a fucking nutcase, that man. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize that he still can't speak English. He's he's been. <laughs> been in or or he, he's not very good with it because when he was on match of the day he just sort of like yeah. had the translator still I was like well, okay fair enough
2: can't teach an old dog new tricks mate
1: ah, true true um I mean where, what does that
2: what does that we spoke about Leeds quite a bit there but what does that mean for Liverpool do you think well,
1: this is what I was just gonna say everyone was absolutely fucking bombing Salah after that game like and don't get me wrong like is the, the, the second goal was an absolute Minch strike the other two were penalties like I'm not I, again I'm a United fan so I'm, <laughs> I'm never I'm never going to be unbiased when it comes to Liverpool I can be honest about that but like yeah I was they I think I think they did well but in terms of the defense I was I would be a little bit worried about a, a, a promoted team coming up and scoring three against you in the first game and like I said it might be you know just a cost uh acclimatizing to mm. Premier League, not having a full pre-season, blah, blah blah. And there is always some weird results at the start of the yeah, season. Yeah. But I didn't think they looked particularly good at the back. And um Van Dyke made that mistake, yeah. didn't he? Which is uncharacteristic for him, I must admit. I was gonna
0: say that mm. like, he looked a bit um I don't, I don't want to read too much into just one game, but like that Van Dyke mistake just looked a bit lazy, didn't mm, it? Yeah. Sort of, yeah. A bit complacent even and I think that's what City United Chelsea needs to sort of hold on to that hope that'll happen. Often, but I, I just think Leeds will take, take the fight to anyone at this point. So I think I, I, don't, it, I don't think it was as much Liverpool playing badly as Leeds just putting <clears> under a lot of pressure.
2: I think it's interesting you say that maybe he looked a bit lazy. I remember hearing a story about. Um, I think it was Fergie f- scouted him. Would he have been at Southampton while Fergie was about?
0: Celtic, I think yeah. It would have
2: been was it eh, where, wherever he was? I remember Fergie's scout came and said, uh, "You got to sign him. That like, he's going to be great." And Fergie said he looks a bit lazy, like he looks a bit bored and like disinterested. And the guy, the scout was like, that's because he's not at the level where he's like, cares about what he's doing enough, which would make sense that why he kind of came to Liverpool and he's really like...
1: As in he was in the the Scottish Premier League, which, uh, you know, anyone who's at Celtic in the Scottish Premier League is going to be bored, aren't they? After after like 10 games on the bounce or something like...
2: I mean, this is super, super speculative, but like... He's won it all at Liverpool now, maybe.
0: Didn't didn't Fergie, Fergie scout... Fergie's got some weird reasons for turning players down. Because I swear, didn't he like scout Henderson and say he didn't like him because he ran funny? I've oh <laughs> <laughs>
1: not heard about that, but that, that, that,
0: I I, that, that's I pretty
1: jerksy. I, so. I think
0: it might even be like he wrote in his book that you look at him and thought he had this uh, like a really weird running style. He thought, no, enough
1: for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. Uh I was I was I don't know this, this might be a bit of a left field question for you but do we think we're gonna see crowds like back in the Prem this season or like are we are we realistically thinking that the whole season's gonna be another behind closed doors again? What do we think? I think we'd mm. as I think we'd see
2: crowds back if everyone had been pretty sensible for the last six months. Yeah. Uh, which obviously hasn't happened so I I, I I, mean, there's talk about it happening again now, but then there's also talk about us going back into lockdown. So I can't see it happening, to be honest.
1: Well, I, I saw a weird one, which was basically like they were only going to let families in and they were basically just going to, not family, but basically like they were going to have essentially like blocks where there's like eight or 10 seats where four people out of a household can sit And then like the other like four or five seats around you are blocked off. And then you've got like another block of four people or six people. And that's just, I mean, it's going to bring a little bit of atmosphere. But I mean, I I don't
2: think that's the point, though. I don't think like, uh, I don't think stadiums are the thing that really matters because that'll be controlled and managed quite well. I think what matters is people traveling to the games, people going for a drink before the games, people going to get like, I can only talk from experience of getting to Tottenham, but the amount of the amount of um Businesses that rely on custom at the state, of people going to the stadium, you know, yeah, Um, sure. which aren't—they're not going to not open up, are they? If there's still like ten thousand people walking down the high road, mm. they're the, they're the places where it's not managed and it's not controlled. I don't yeah, really see true. the stadiums being the issue.
1: Yeah, I'd never even
0: thought of that. To be fair, yeah, it's a good. Yeah, out. I don't. I don't think it's. Um, I don't think we'll see full stadiums for quite a while yet. No, that, a, a think- long time pilot pilot schemes will happen for sure but
1: i mean i know i seem to bring this up every single week but the nfl did a little pilot scheme couple a <laughs> couple of teams and and it was yeah it didn't really go that well there was i mean you're saying that we haven't been sensible for the last 6 months what the oh, fuck have the americans I been
0: heard, doing right. <laughs> yeah yeah
2: yeah <laughs> um, i did see a i had the sky sports news on this morning for the for the pending bail reveal which hasn't come yet as of this recording um but they had um they had a, a an owner of some lower league club, and they were doing like a pilot thing this weekend. I think they yeah, were getting.
1: I think Middlesbrough and Norwich are doing a pilot scheme this weekend. That I think overall, as I think there's like nine or ten teams uh, from the football. Yeah, yeah. Like it was someone
2: a bit lower team. down, but yeah. So, but he was saying like how they're going to do it, and they're going to ask people to keep the masks on all the time, which they're not going to do. Yeah. And then he was like, "But we're also going to ask people to not jump around or shout or clap." And I was like, well, what's the fucking point in going to a game then? Like, yeah. You might as well just sit at home if you're going to stand completely still.
0: You want to leave the cutouts there, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It is, right? <laughs> at least you can fill up every seat with a cutout. Mm. <laughs> cutouts don't get COVID. <laughs> did, you see, did you guys talk about that um, when Leeds were filling their stadium out? Like last season, someone put Osama Bin Laden in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> you gotta feel you gotta feel sorry for the poor guy who's like whose job it was to put the seats on. i Must have thought this guy looks familiar but i don't wanna Yeah, yeah. It.
2: <laughs> i love that i never probably never know who it fucking was but someone's paid money for that to be in there
0: i think oh. yeah it's it's been quite weird it's been quite strange to see how quickly it's become normal as well like mm. yeah i quickly and he, we got no choice but to accept it but the amount of the amount of the, the whole match day experience is, might become a sort of rare commodity for the next year and a bit, probably.
1: Yeah. I think mean, realistically, until until there's a, a vaccine, that's it's that's going to be the case, and unfortunately, I think. I mean,
2: I'm, I'm fairly happy football's just back, to be honest. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I love a match day and I love getting like pissed up and going to watch for you and the atmosphere and that. But like, pfft, I'm just happy I can see my team play again for a little while.
1: Yeah. Same, man. Exactly, exactly. Right, well, moving on. Another little one here for you, mate. <clears throat> I'll let I'll let you take the lead on this, James. Uh, Everton one, Spurs nil. I think it says, sir. um Last weekend, mate. I was. Uh, do we think we've just spoken about the the prodigal son coming back? Do we think Mister Bale's going to change them kind of results, or uh, what are you thinking, James? Oh,
2: let, let, let me let me talk about the game.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. Let, let
2: me go. talk about the game, and then we can talk about Bale in a bit, maybe. Um... Uh, Ever, know, evidently going to win the Premiership this this season, Premier yeah. League <laughs> I mean, like this season. Like it's just going to happen, isn't it? Like obviously, um, I don't know. We, I was buzzing for this game. I was so excited. Sat down, I had my beer. I was all ready to go. Like everything. Uh, it was just fucking torrid, mate. It was awful. It was. It was. We just got bullied. We got bullied by Everton in midfield. Like not existent. Uh, it's sideways passing, as per, which seems to be the you know the classic or go to the classic go-to at the moment for us um we just mm-hmm. looked out for for Mourinho can I just yeah 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 um but anytime we had any possession we just there was it seemed like we didn't know what to do with it there was no plan they seemed to pass the ball but then the next player who got it didn't really know where anyone else would be or where they should be putting it or I don't know it was fucking awful mate
0: Everton did sort of Pull out a whole new midfield like forty eight hours. Yeah, before them. So it's pretty different. You could, I mean, to be fair to Spurs, you couldn't really prepare to play against the players who'd never played for them before. No, no,
2: and to be and to be fair to Everton, like um, Allen and and Hammers and what's the other guy? Decoré.
0: Yeah, Decore.
2: yeah, they all looked really great, man. Like yeah. I think Decoré was probably one of the best players on the pitch. To be honest, yeah. I
0: thought Allen looked I mint. Mean,
1: just, yeah. Just yeah control the tempo completely. Exactly. I do. I do. Um, I think that's a, it's a little bit over doing it with maybe winning the prem, but I do think they're. <laughs> I was they're joking. Gonna, I was joking. They are gonna. They are gonna be good this season. They're I gonna
2: mean. be better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I, um, I mean, I just a quick note on uh, Hoybier as well. Like, fuck me. I was talking to Sean during the game, and he was like, "He looks like he's won a competition to come and play for Spurs." <laughs> <laughs> he just looks so fucking lost, mate. People were just like skipping round him. He, I, I don't know. I don't know. If he's still betting in or what, but. It nah. was he was just missing out on the like the fundamentals of it.
0: I think maybe maybe the occasion got to him because it was his first game. I think yeah,
2: but then we paid fucking Plovdiv, mate, and the occasion got to him then as well, maybe, because he was shitting uh, that game.
0: <laughs> Plovdiv's a fortress, what you want about? <laughs> nah. Uh no, I think he did he did look a bit lost, but he's a very he's a very Mourinho player, only um, Hoyberg. Yeah. I think he'll get the
2: best out of him. I just think yeah. it, maybe it'll take a little longer than we thought.
0: Yeah, possibly. I think he's talking about bail, the Bale transfer, but I think there's one that's going with the Bale transfer, which I think is probably more. Yes, yeah, so ha- ha-
2: how do you pronounce this? Region. Region. Is yeah. that how it is? Not Regulion or whatever.
1: Regulion. <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest, I thought it was Regulion as well. So I'll, I'll... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Sean, Sean, Sean,
2: Sean said it's Regulon, and I was like, that sounds like a computer, mate. <laughs> but I
1: think he,
0: considering we saw him very, very recently, Absolutely smashed Europa League to pieces. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. he looks like a real, like, clever buy. Him.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, he's been he's been completely eclipsed by Bale. The Bale transfer, but yeah, definitely. I think it's almost a more exciting transfer.
1: What's What's the price on him? I don't thirty five. Thirty five. Thirty five.
2: Madrid have got a buyback clause for the next two seasons for forty five.
0: This bit, I I think he's he's an upgrade over. Davis by, it, by yeah, quite a considerable yeah, margin. Yeah. And I don't know, Kim and Bale together. Mm. I mean, would you think Bale will still play on the left like he used to? Or he...
2: Apparently, he doesn't play left that much anymore. He's just kind of more central now, I believe. But yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't really seen him play that much. This is just what I've read online about people saying about him.
0: I think he'll be. He, he's, lack, he's obviously lack, like his relationship with Zidane, obviously, crumbled to pieces. But when. I I saw quite a lot of Spurs in that, when I was living in London, in that season before he left. Mm. And if you can get even half of that sort of stuff out of it, oh that's mate, amazing. yeah, Cause he used to there was I swear there was like a sort of a sequence of one nil wins where it would be Bale pinging one in mm-hmm. yeah. from thirty five yards, and he and he just did it again and again and again. He's such a top player. I, I think- don't
2: I don't really doubt his ability even at his current age. What I doubt is his, is this glass legs.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's as
2: what um, I was just gonna say. Because I mean, wow. it's going to take us four apparently four weeks to get him up to match fitness, which is going to cost us something like two million pound or something while he's out. <laughs> who
0: who, um, who have you got next?
2: Uh, Southampton.
0: Oh God, Walker <laughs> yeah. Peters come back for
2: revenge. I know, mate. Oh. He'll have the game of his life, mate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I think I I think I'd just on the same sort of um, aspect of uh, Fraser and, and Wilson. I think Bale is an absolute unbelievable sign and and but i think it, again it's like is he going to stay fit is he that's why i think levy knows that he couldn't he couldn't have bought him there's no chance that he that he would even think about splashing out on that kind because at the end of the day even if he does on the on the loan this season I know you're losing money but it's not you know next season you can you know give him back to real and say right he's a croc you're gonna have to sell him somewhere else sort of but but well, from what I've heard
2: though we've we saw one year loan with the possibility to extend for another year which would then take him to the end of his Madrid contract oh, but right. I mean by then he'll be 32 33 I think so yeah. we'll see. But I don't, mate. Also, I think as it's not, it's worth noting about the kind of psychological impact of having a player like that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Even just past his like raw ability, like Gareth Bale walking into a changing room is going to light a fire under your ass, and that's what we fucking need at the moment because we're so wet.
1: Well, (laughs) I know you mentioned it before, but yeah, I fully agree with you in terms of seeing that Spurs documentary coming out and. I think Mourinho was spot on all the way along that when he first started, he came in and he said, all you nice, all you boys are nice boys. You're nice lads. And I think he knew that all along. And I think realistically he was, he was happy when, when he saw Ali and Dyer, but in heads, he was, he was happy at that. He was like,
2: yeah, he "Um, encourages it.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, to be fair,
0: that scene that scene was amazing only because like it's not exactly Roy Keane, is it <laughs> like them t- it was like it was like the sort of argument you'd have with your mate in like year 11 French you know I mean? <laughs> <just> like this- <laughs> put a name on it then the it so <laughs> you just yeah. think, you think back to when like players like a Neil warnock dressing room <laughs> or something <laughs> they are just nice boys aren't they
1: they are <laughs> and I think I think you're right James that I think that will The bail signing will hopefully sort of, like you said, light a fire under the arse and be like, look, we've got this unbelievable talent here, potentially for one, maybe two seasons. Like, we need to pull our fingers out. And if we can, like, you know, the sky's the limit at that moment, isn't it, really? If he if you do get
0: a match fit and he is playing, so like half of his ability even, he could also just take the sort of, that pressure off Kane because Kane's Mm -hmm. on the, he's such a talisman. And I swear he never, ever looks fit, Kane, always looks knackered because never-
2: well, it's also because he's fucking feeding on scraps he's doing so much more running than he should be doing because yeah. he's fucking having to drop back and do other people's jobs
0: yeah he's, yeah he's and i think if bale can take that sort of talismanic pressure off him yeah that would be really i think kane will, kane will thank him first because <laughs> yeah, yeah. he looks like the sort of player who needs just a couple of weeks just to fucking recuperate because he's always looks knackered he plays every game yeah
2: yeah it's definitely like a pattern in the sort of players we're signing are maybe slightly older than what we'd normally be signing. I think we've got five international captains in the team now, which is the most out of any top-flight European team. Lloris, Gareth Bale, Harry right. Kane. Um, the world? Yeah. Belgium, maybe.
1: Yeah. Who's country? the other one? Hazard. Is it, Hazard? Is it is Hazard? Hazard? Maybe the captain for Belgium.
2: There's definitely another one.
1: Uh, Fuck. we are both the captains of Denmark? Mm, I mean, I'm gonna have no, no, to. I've, I've, I've said. Ericsson's the the captain for them, isn't he? Christian Ericsson. Yeah.
2: I've fucked this now and said this and don't, I don't I can, like, go with me.
1: <laughs> no you bottled it, Jimbo.
2: <laughs> oh, Sonny, Korea.
1: Oh, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on to my beloved team. Hey, Jimbo. Yeah. You're right then, mate.
2: Sloshing, sloshing my water everywhere, mate. <laughs>
1: um, so I'm going to go on to United Palace. I feel like that's that's a bit of a tricksy fixture for our first fixture. I feel like they they always seem to pull up and and naturally perform against us. And also, why just likes to part the bus, doesn't he? And uh, <laughs> and just have someone make a breakaway. Boy. but But um, I think i'm i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward mm. to seeing donnie in a proper competitive match but i'm a little bit apprehensive that we haven't made many more signings but um
2: yeah, yeah
1: you know one of them at the moment and i'm think. looking
2: forward to seeing Eze, mate if he gets a start yeah yeah palace. Yeah,
1: yeah definitely
0: i mean that that's he's actually going kind to of play a palace have been crying out for a bit yeah of, a bit someone's we talked about taking the pressure off kane but taking the pressure off zaha has been massive yeah
2: 100%. Just have someone else
0: who can beat a player who can, you know, spark some creativity out of it.
1: So mm. good
0: and they they did a job on you last year, didn't they, mm. Palace? At, yeah, Old
1: at Trafford. They beat us two one three. No,
0: Is so that the start of the season as well?
2: Two one.
1: No, I think it was two one. De Gea made an absolute fucking howl. Um, yeah. Pat, Patrick Van Arnold, uh scored, if I remember right, yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. and now I think it was two one. I think eventually, but yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like they they do, they do, uh, they do seem to. Pull up and seem to have a, a good good mentality against us. But... I'm,
0: I'm meaning to ask you, Dan. I, I mean, we were talking about how Ashley operates earlier, and like, can you? What are your thoughts on how United do their business? Because I can't think of another team who are so, for lack of a better word, sort of they feel clumsy. Do you know what I mean? They sort of lurch from one uh, thing to another, and nothing. It doesn't seem to ever really come
1: off, and they mm. always end up spending more than they should. Oh, mate, I 200 percent agree with that. Uh, and uh, there's one person to blame for that, and one person only. Just every oh, I mean, I could. <laughs> no. uh, let's be honest. It's Ed Woodward. Ed Woodward at the top uh tries to run it like a business. Like, for example, the the, the Maguire deal last season. He just didn't want to put another five to ten million in for Maguire, and and Leicester had been persistent all the way along that they wanted 80 mil or 70 mil or whatever it was and he was just like no no I want I want five mil less I want 10 mil less and yeah I just yeah I 100% agree with you man clumsy going from one one signing to another and also I think the fact that we change managers so often didn't help Mm. and obviously Van Hall, Mourinho and Moyes trying to bring in their sort of Thought processes in there, the way they want to play, and then they brought in their players. Um... One of BT Sports journalists, a French journalist, who's
0: tweeting this morning that, like, he said that it's well known amongst clubs in Europe that United are incompetent when it comes to transfers. Yeah, yeah this so is what I was, was going to say. Whenever you get, whenever you get an email from Ed Woodward you think they start rubbing their hands together and thinking, oh, we're going to extort this idiot. Complete opposite of what happens when Levy does it. Because they think think this guy's going to talk. They're like, oh,
2: fucking hell, Don Levy's on the phone again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that's what I was going to say about United. I think there's two things that work against you. And one you kind of mentioned is that a lot of your signings feel quite reactionary. Um,
1: Yeah, no, no, I I agree with you, Jim, but I think, I think, yeah. uh, and, And in terms of when you're, I don't want to say it but like along along with liverpool we are the biggest club in the in the country yeah. and and, and <laughs> but clubs do realize that and like you said like they are just going to be like well yeah they've got bags of cash they're going to be they're going to be willing to splash that eventually so how do
0: you solve this then what what in your in your mind how do you fix how do you, how do you become less incompetent uh yeah,
1: director, yeah, of direct, football. A director of football yeah. then. <laughs> so, um, like for my my thing would be, look at Van der Sar at, at um, Ajax in terms of mm. like, I know he's a CEO, isn't he? But in terms of um, how he's managed managed to manage that situation with the players coming in and out and like without relying too much on someone like an Ed Woodward, because at the end of the day, there was talks of like Ferdinand and, and uh, Schmeichel and Van der Sar coming in and all players who knew the club and knew what, they wanted but i, I don't I, if i'm honest i don't know because i think ed woodward is so in control he's just like their main man with the glaziers and i can't see him ever giving up that power to sign players to be honest So um, yeah i not how the glaziers are happy like
0: like overspending constantly though yeah he must suck up to them something fierce you know he, what i mean he must well i don't
2: i, don't, I think that's sort of i saw a bar chart on twitter <laughs> second week in a row i've said that um <laughs> where United were the team where the, the owners have taken the most money out of the team yes. in the last few years. I think that obviously Chelsea and that were up there with the teams that had been pumped the most into. But I think United's owners have taken 80 million out, the club, in the last few years. Jesus.
0: That doesn't so it's
2: not, like it's not like they're spunking cash up the wall for nothing. They're obviously making money out of the club.
1: Well... Um. They're making money and they're just moving money around a lot of the time in terms of, like, like I said a couple mm. of weeks ago, in terms of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers franchise and stuff like that. Like, wait, they the Buccaneers, yeah. yeah. They're in the Buccaneers. What, what's, yeah. Brady's, what's Brady's
0: contract then? Yeah, two years 40. All right,
2: lads, come yeah. on.
0: Sorry, 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 <laughs> cut, cut that part out. I was just joking,
1: generally... <laughs>
0: two years 40. Something. Anyway, uh, anyway <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, right, so on to predictions, yep. uh, for the next. For, I mean, I'm going to go United one-one with Crystal Palace. I'm not feeling confident. I really am not. But um, what do you guys think? We'll go on to Newcastle. I'm, sure, uh, I'm sure.
2: I'm sure will get you. Fernandez will get you a penalty, mate. So
1: <laughs> maybe
2: he will s- get you the winner.
1: Is that a, is that just a one 0 from James? And yeah. Uh,
2: For now, I'll say two-nil. Two-nil United. One penalty. One one in-play goal or whatever it is.
0: I think 2 1 United, I think you'll be alright. On good. to on to Newcastle Brighton. What do you think? Uh we're gonna get done here, I think.
2: Yeah, I think so as well, mate. Sorry.
0: I think we're gonna get done. I think we were talking about Brighton earlier and having their sort of they've got such a clear way they want to play and Potter's a very clever manager. Mm. Ah, they look good, they look good against Chelsea on Monday as well. Mm. I think well I think we'll get done 2-0. Okay.
2: Did you um? Did you guys see that? The, I just looked him up now. The kid um, he plays right wing back for Brighton. Terry Glad. He's uh, a yeah. Oh mate,
1: he's so rapid. Yes. Fucking go. Oh. Uh, he's, he's a blur almost when he's going down the line. He's running that fast. He's like he's like Davis, isn't it, Alfonso Davis? Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So but yeah. I love it. It's just like because you know Brighton's kits like that blue polo shit with the white collar.
0: Yeah.
1: And
2: he's got that on, and he's quite a small lad. He just looks like a little school
1: kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what, mate? I got a little confidence. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna one-one or. or... <laughs> Yeah, nah, okay. mate. Nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Carol's gonna back one for you, mate. Oh, Big Andy Carroll. Are oh. gonna be? He's, yeah, Sam Maximer and uh, and Ashley Brown <laughs> are gonna be lumping balls into that middle, and he's he's gonna get. He's gonna connect with one. I think I can I can see it. Oh God, no! <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not happening. It's not happening. Well and that that'll be the, that'll be his one and only goal of the season and they'll be injured for enough, up until Christmas then, yeah, probably.
0: He'll injure himself <laughs> celebrating. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I say, say we'll mm, I think we'll get done here. Spurs Southampton, Spurs Southampton, what do you think Jimbo?
2: I think we'll get done here.
1: Reckon?
2: <laughs> yeah, I am not feeling very confident about the way we're playing at the moment. We scraped a win against Locomotive Plovdiv, mate. Um couldn't beat Everton. I had yeah, I I I don't know. 1-0 Southampton.
1: Two one nil losses to start the season. That's a it's a good sign, isn't it, mate? Considering you brought in the defensive genius that is is Jose Mourinho,
2: mate. Two losses and then all wins for the rest of the season once Bale starts. Don't worry about it yet. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, exactly, mate. Exactly. I I I think one all this game. Yeah, Yeah. I can see. I can see a one all. I I predicted one all in all three of the games. (laughs) (laughs) Crystal Palace, take that fence out. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I know, right? I need I need to get right. You know what now? I'll go. I'll go two ones. I'll go two ones, buds. I, well, I think. mate. I think maybe, <laughs> maybe Kane can start pulling his pulling his pulling it out, can't he? He might. He might do summer.
0: Yeah.
2: Thiago and Jota have joined Liverpool.
1: Well, Jota. Well,
2: Jota is about to join Liverpool. Yeah.
1: For uh, 40, 45, is it? Yeah, 45, 45. mil is it forty-five now?
2: Yeah. Yeah, and Tiago's how much? Uh,
0: 20, Twenty now, I think. Yeah, it's Which, not a bad deal, really. That is an unbelievable signing, Tiago. Tiago is an unbelievable signing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he... you saw we all saw him in the Champions League. He absolutely bosses games at the highest level. He's going to be. He's going to. He's going to give them something different as well. Mm. Um, interesting to see how he fits in, but I mean, the the thought of him threading balls through to their front three is
1: horrible. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm really I'm really really downbeat about this, <laughs> Dan, guys. I, Dan is depressed. I yeah, I don't I didn't want to see that happen at all. Like I'll be. I was crazy. I was
2: feeling pretty good about the window to be honest. I was like Liverpool, pretty quiet. Oh, yeah. maybe the Thiago deals fallen through. Yeah, and then fuck it, this out of nowhere, two mm-hmm. signings in two days.
1: I think this possibly opens a door for. um Wine possibly going to Barca now I know that I know that's quite uh, down. Well, but they said it
2: doesn't affect it that like Tiago coming in doesn't affect Yeah. yeah. Wine position but I mean clubs say that don't they? Yeah.
0: I mean it's still, I, I still find this, this insane. I, I find it insane that he's won a Premier League. because genuine Wine he was one of our best players in the season we got relegated <laughs> but he still got relegated. We got, rele- <laughs> we got relegated with the midfield of Sissoka and Wine Aldum. Right? Yeah. And look at where they are now. It's just
1: Anyway, sorry. Uh, make don't it all, no, wait, no, no. make it all about Newcastle. Talking talking about down in though, that's probably what happened at that point, was not it? Realistically, like ah, yeah, you try working for Stephen. <laughs> <don't you?
2: laughs>
1: um, um, yeah, what do you think? I'm,
2: what do you guys think of Jota
1: then? I think I think that again. If it, I think if he, if he if he can perform how he has for uh, for Wolves, I think it's a really good signing as I, well. I don't think he's that massive. A, I
0: think they're overpaying for him actually. Yeah. Yeah, I don't.
1: He's not going to start. Is
0: yeah it? and he's just he'll be a sub player and they have recently just bought in a fella that minamino oh yeah,
2: yeah. and easily he looks good man
0: and mm. and it just it, I don't, it, it seems like a lot of money to spend on a backup but yeah, then again you need a big squad but at the same time like
1: it realistically if if Firmino gets injured
0: yeah well, he's,
1: who, he's, he's a wide player isn't he he, he won't play down the middle jota yeah I mean, he has played down the middle before. I mean, the thing is, it's a different formation, isn't it? Which Wolves play they they play with like one or two up front, whereas Liverpool have, like a, a three, aren't they? But I don't know. I could. I, I personally, I, I think it's a really I, from what I've seen of him and highlights and stuff. I do think he he would work well. But again, you're probably all right in terms of overpaying for him. But at the same time, it's it's That's the most.
2: Wolves have just bought some fucking Portuguese Wonder Kid, haven't they?
1: I mean we say it's
0: a Wonder Kid. i I mean this is one of the only signings that I've never ever heard of. Yeah. Never, I... not even not even like in passing. And then yeah. he scored one goal, I think. And is this forty million on him? Fabio Silva? Is it
1: forty? It's something it's something cra- jeez, it's crazy. I didn't know it was that much. I'd, I'd seen that they were gonna buy some like some real young kid and I but oh, jeez forty mil is so mm. A lot of pressure on the lad to start with, isn't it? As well, like yeah, but I mean, just going on to Liverpool a little bit though, that that midfield now, like mm. Henderson, Fabino, Cater, if Wan Aldum stays, uh Tiago, like mm. that is just like we said with with Chelsea a couple of weeks ago, it's like FIFA career mode at that point, isn't <laughs> it? It's like they just they just keep buying players and doesn't matter if you can't fit him into the starting eleven. Like when you've got a manager like Klopp, who seems to be able to just keep all the players pretty happy, even if they're not starting. Like players like um, oh, what's his name, Shakiri and stuff mm. like that. Like I thought realistically, when he went from there to Stoke, and he didn't start playing, I thought mm, he might start kicking up a bit of a fuss. He has like a bit of a yeah. attitude, doesn't he? But he seems like just seems to love it. Like just you know comes in whenever I Salah's mean, not playing, and I mean winning. Winning shitloads does tend yeah. to help. No, you're right. You're right. Hundred percent.
0: It's when it's when things. Like, it'd be interesting to see how Klopp reacts when things go wrong, because his track record. He's only really had sort of three massive jobs. At mines, it ended with him getting relegated. Yeah. Dortmund ended horrendously, and Liverpool is obviously going incredibly well. But like, when stuff goes bad for Klopp, it tends to really, really. Improvise. Which
2: inevitably will eventually.
0: Eventually it will. Yeah. Eventually, I don't, I don't think this season, but. I think it's in
1: the pipeline.
2: Well, he's got, what, three and a half more years on his contract, so...
1: I think he's a, a similar manager to Pep, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, in terms of, um, I could see him just sort of taking a sabbatical yeah. and just being like... That's well, what he
2: said. He said he'd do that. He said yeah. when his contract's up, he's going to have a few years off football, and if he misses it, he'll come back. But if he doesn't, then he doesn't think he'll come back.
0: So to, to keep up that that level of intensity for so many years, Yeah. burnout will definitely come at some point. Yeah, Definitely. definitely probably deserves the rest at this point,
1: do you? Yeah, know. But anyway, sorry, Grealish.
2: <laughs> uh, Jack Grealish signed for Aston Villa. He's secured a long-term contract.
1: Yeah. How do you about great. that, Daniel? It's the best news I've heard in weeks, mate. Because then that just stops the stupid transfer rumours of Man United paying seventy million for a player that is worth about twenty-five, if that. Like he's he's, in my opinion, bang average. Like. Oh. I, I really, average, I really man. don't rate him, man. I really don't. Like, he's yeah. He, fair play. He, he he did keep Villa up, yeah, but, like,
0: almost single-handedly. But he's like, all right.
2: Okay, Daniel, shut up a because we hear your opinion about Grealish every week. <laughs> Alex, Alex, what you obviously have a differing opinion of Grealish. What are you saying?
0: No, yeah, he's definitely not average. He's definitely above average. I think. I, I get, I get, I get your concerns about his attitude because he obviously thinks he's like Billy Big Bollocks in Villa, which is fine. But I think if someone else picked him up and, tre- and sort of treated him well and sort, you know, you know, bedded him in, a good man manager basically picked him up, he'd be an unbelievable signing for some for someone. But then again, if if things start going south for Villa early on, he might come January start showing some leg again, and it happens,
1: it happens. But that's that's the exact thing that the exact problem which I have with Grealish is that kind of mentality that. That we all think that if it's going shit for Villa by January, he's almost certainly gonna start trying to get out of the club even after he signed a big contract. Like But
0: they the players sign massive contracts before they leave just so the club is definitely, definitely gonna get a shit ton of money yeah, for
1: it. Yeah, no, I suppose so yeah. Villa
0: Villa Villa are protecting themselves by being whoever does come and take him off their hands will now, even more than previously, have to pay top whack.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I agree. And I that suppose, that,
0: yeah. that 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 is a sort of common move. Players to sign contracts before leaving. Yeah, but I think I don't think he'll leave this summer. I think maybe next maybe next year because I can't I can't really see Villa doing much better than they did last year. No, especially if if he gets injured, they are sunk.
1: Although they did buy the the we spoke about him last week, uh, the Brentford like the top scorer Ollie Watkins. uh, Ollie Watkins, yeah, yeah. I mean, twenty eight million, big big signing. To be fair, but um... they've
2: been making a bit of movement, old Aston Villa.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, they did last year as well, didn't they?
0: Yeah, I mean, they they're, they're, I mean year, their they? owners love splashing money around. Mm. <laughs> just a quick note. Like, I'm not sure that you can cut this out later, but can I just, while you're recording, did you guys watch PSG Marseille last week? No. Oh, oh I, mean, I heard about this. Yeah. The at the end, five red cards <gasps> in the last minute. Oh, yeah. yeah,
1: actually, I did see about five, this, yeah.
0: this. Five red cards. This game had five red cards, one accusation of spitting, one accusation of racism, one accusation of homophobia in one game. Jeez. Unreal. Jesus. It was... And everyone afterwards is, like, barely hiding. They would look very po-faced and say, oh, we don't want to see this. But inside, you could tell they were like, yeah, we really do. We really do. Neymar got sent off a slap, like, punching someone in the back of the head. And he slapped him. Oh, God, it's crazy. What was the final score? They lost. Piercy lost. Oh, did they? Piercy lost their first two games, 1-0. But then they won another week, so... And I had another player sent off. There've been twenty-one red cards in twenty-nine games in, you know? in France this Jesus. year. It, man, you should—it's—it's it's like fucking MMA, though. It's wicked. <laughs>
2: um, talking about spicy games. Did you guys see? Uh, probably not. But um, in the Europa League, uh, Bacher Topala versus FC
0: Oh yeah, man! Didn't miss that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, mate. Yeah, yeah.
2: Finished six-six. Jesus. What? Um. One, two, three, four, five, six yellow cards, two reds. Baka Topola finished the game with uh, nine men.
0: No, I love it. I love it.
2: Goals in the first few minutes. And then uh, one, two, three, four, five goals in added time. What? <laughs> it went, then went to penalties, uh, of which FCSB scored all their penalties. And Baka Topola player... Mihalajo Banjak missed one penalty. Oh,
1: what a game. Absolute goal fest, yeah. Unbelievable. Might have to give out a watch on the it's, highlights. You know, say, it's, one of,
0: it's, it's one of my favourite favorite things. It doesn't happen very often, but you know you can tell when a team is playing and you can tell they lose their heads completely. I mean, I don't, I don't want to bring up painful memories, but that 2-2 Chelsea-Tottenham when Leicester won the league was one of my favourite games of all time. Yeah. Battle of, bridge, yeah. Battle of the bridge, mate. Battle of the bridge, yeah. Do you, do you, do you guys remember... The 2006 World Cup, Portugal versus Netherlands, 21 yellow cards, four reds. <laughs> it was absolutely mental, man. Like I think it's called like the Battle of Hamburg or something. It's I, I love those kind of games. They're so funny. <laughs> They're not, it's not even football anymore. It's just, no, like, just <laughs> wrestling. It just devolves, and that's what I fucking love about it. Oh dear me! That'd be Newcastle, Brian, six reds. <laughs> <laughs> All on Newcastle side, game
2: abandoned. Almiron swinging at people. <laughs> no, Carol, mate.
0: Carol does headbutt yeah. Oh, head. yeah, yeah. Carol headbutts someone's head clean off their shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Voldemort, what's his face? <laughs> Shelfy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, uh, oh. Sorry. Yeah, no, 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 mate. That's uh, yeah. fine.
2: I think that wraps it up all quite nicely, to be honest. Yeah, it's yeah. a long one this week. That's so all we got time for, Daniel.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's so all we got time for, Jimbo, isn't it? Thanks very much for Thank listening, man. guys. Thanks to Alex. No problem. Uh, we'll we'll catch you next week, guys. Uh, thanks for listening.
2: Yeah, Daniel, you've got to pester people to fucking leave a review.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Also, anyone who's listening, leave Leave us a review on Apple. Go on. I that includes you, Alex. I'll I'll pester him when we go and get a drink later. But yeah, I mean, come on. Nice. Leave us summer please. <laughs> please. <laughs> please
2: All right. Cheers, boys. Nice one.
1: Nice one, mate. Bye.
2: Bye.